Yo. So we got a hook? Yo, boys. All right, what's going on? How are we doing? We're doing all right. So I'm going to do a quick introduction here. Um, welcome, everyone, to episode two of A Few Shot Men podcast. Um, I'm Mish. That's Hawk. Today is November 8th, Thursday. Um, so on today's show, we're just going to kind of uh, keep it a little tight, you know, get some segments going here. The segments will include what are you watching in terms of a uh, you know, TV show, the yep. last movie you watch. We're going to go over a Seinfeld situation. And then later on in the show, we're going to add an interview with our friends, our friend uh, Smugs, to discuss uh, the Vanderpump rules. Oh, is that going down? Is Smugs in for that? It's not going to be tonight, but we're going to give him a call and then we're going to add him to the show. Okay. All right. Maybe we just mix. Okay. Yeah, like next week or so. All right. Prime. So, uh, how you doing, Hulk? I'm doing good. Uh, did we set what's the hard deck for this podcast going to be? 10,000 feet? It might be, it might be something around that. All right, let's get into it. So, actually, real quick, what are you drinking? I got nothing right now. I'm going to save because uh, Mish and I are playing a little poker later at Johnny's house. Yeah. So, I'm going to save up my two or three beers. Probably going to be three for later no. on. I think I'm going to go green, alter ego, and a double fuzzy. By the New England Beer Company. In that order? What about you? Wait, are, are you going in that order, though? Um, I'll probably start out with a double fuzzy. I want to end with green. Because that's my favorite. So I'm going to end with that. End on a high note. Enjoy that. What do you got? No, that's good. That's, I, I was a little worried you were going um, alter ego, double fuzzy, then green. Oh, oh, you were concerned. Or I mean, I starting out with green rather. I, I didn't know. What, I didn't know where you were going with that. Now, see, I want to really open up the palate, open up the flavors, and then really just get into the green. But the problem is, you had no palate. Well, you, that's you, a different. That's a different subject altogether. I I have a palate. It's a shit palate. Shit palate. I I guess I guess the shit palate's better than no palate. <laughs> So uh, let's, let's jump, jump right into uh, first segment. Um, so we're, we're keeping it tight. Keeping it nice and tight. We're going to try to do a little organized. Last episode, we kind of you know, flew completely by the seat of our pants, Maverick style. Completely unpredictable. You're dangerous. <laughs> You're that, dangerous. Last, that last podcast we did was dangerous. <laughs> it's very dangerous. Yeah, like Iceman. Yeah, today we're gonna be Iceman and uh, who, who's this call sign guy? It's like uh, Iceman and Slider. Slider, that oh, that fucking guy, great volleyball player, Slider. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna keep it tight. I think we had some negative feedback from the boys last time. We were a little too all over the place, so let's tighten it boy, up. Did the boys say that? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, they probably did say that somewhere. Um, all right, so the boys say a lot. <laughs> the boys do talk. You got to give the boys that. Um, All right. Segment. What's our first segment? Segment one. What are you watching? What are we watching these days? Uh, I don't have much. Usually I'm watching multiple shows at once. The only thing I have going on right now is The Haunting at Hill House, which yes. I got to say I'm thoroughly enjoying. I was a little skeptical on it at first because I'm not a big scary movie, like to scare myself, terror terror guy like i don't really care for the ring and those types of movies but this show has exceeded expectations completely agree i mean i I know prime 
you got a couple episodes left, and I don't want to spoil anything for you or for the folks that are listening. By the way, we had, we had nine listeners last week, so for all nine of you guys listening today, um, <laughs> we, did we, we, uh, we broke the internet, huh? <laughs> it, it really is such a sick show. It's just like me and uh, the wife watched it with no expectations, and I got to say, like the first episode just grabbed me by the balls completely. Dude, that first episode was scary as shit. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Oh. When he when he ran his son out of the house and told him not to look. Oh my god! You see the uh, you see the door handle opening. Jesus like... Christ! And when oh. he, I think he actually looks back and you see that woman in the window up top. That was just out with a bang. I'm actually really excited for you to be able to because the uh, this is one of those shows they wrap up everything. Like I'm sure you got a lot of questions going on in your head right now. I have a million questions. I don't think the show really gives anything away, which I I think is a good and bad thing. It, it really leaves you to guess. But at the same time, I like to be given a little bit of a hint just so I can formulate something. But yeah, they're I'm... going in so many different directions. You said you had like a theory. I actually kind of want to hear it. I want to hear if it's off or on. Oh, about, about moving through time? Yes, yes. Or... Oh, yeah. So spoiler alert, by the way, for everyone, Hawks on like episode eight or seven or something like that. I think we just I think we just watched seven last night. Uh, it was a massive cliffhanger. It lifts off with the dad going to open the red door, and he, oh. goes, he opens it, and then the episode ends. Oh man, oh god! So, but yeah, oh. just to get. I mean, I've been trying to come up with some theories about why this is happening to this family. Yes. I mean, like I said, it goes in a lot of different directions. You don't know. Is it as simple as are they mentally ill? Is the house is the house just haunted i mean there's a lot going on so i came up with the theory and this was kind of inspired by this is going to be a major spoiler alert by the way when nell ends up committing suicide Mm -hmm. and she proceeds to fall through like three different levels of the house and then you see that the little girl version of nell has been seeing that is the bent neck lady you with me Unbelievable episode, by the way. But keep going. That that was my favorite episode to date. I mean, yeah. the most emotion of all time. But mm-hmm. so I was thinking that is a way of the house being able to move through time, not only forward but backward, and it it goes like to different points in her life. But another reason why I think that is because do you remember the part where the guy where they thought they had water damage and the guy was scratching in the walls? Yes. And then they ended up finding the skeleton. And obviously the guy's been dead for some time, but he's been scratching. So I heard that also in there, sure I heard him scratch your Because <laughs> they go down one level when that happens. Right. And then he starts to realize this isn't, um, this is probably the guy that's been scratching. He doesn't want to believe it. You can see the look on his face, but. Right. That's I'm not going to say anything. I'm just not going to make any comments here. I don't. I really don't have any theories. I mean, not even that one is solid because there's so many things that contradict. Like the the oldest son, Stephen, Stevie, yeah. he always says he never saw a ghost and all this shit. Mm-hmm. But you see him actually seeing a ghost. So part of me thinks that maybe it's all just. It's kind of like, have you are you big it person? Have you seen it? Yes. All right, so you know how in it the the whole idea is that if you give in to the fear, then the clown will appear. Right, right. If you believe oh. in him, then he'll exactly yeah. That, right. that's, that's extra what... scary, by the way. That's like so. Really... I thought 
So I started to think maybe it's kind of an ode to that movie about if you let the fear in and Stevie's always just been one to not let that in. So he was never affected by it, like Nell or by like the her twin brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, um, that's another theory. By the way, do you know who Stevie, like, uh, do you know the actor, what he's in? Uh, Stevie? Yeah. Uh, he looks really familiar, but hit me with it. He's in, uh, dude, this is, he's Dario from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh God! Just blew my mind. He's the guy. He's the guy piping Khaleesi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dario Naharis. Great name. Great name. He's definitely like Khaleesi's, like just sidekick. You know, he's. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. I didn't even realize they definitely cleaned him up for this show. Oh. So one but, thing I do have to add on the show, though, your your theories are pretty. Uh, I'm not gonna like give too much away, but um, definitely the main point is you want to know why this has happened to this family, but um. You know, if anyone out there is kind of like appreciates like cinematography or any of that bullshit, it's really cool because they have like these long shots. Like, yeah. you know, just like uh, Goodfellas when Scorsese does that whole thing when they walk into the club. Yep. Every shot, like, there's so many shots like this. I think there was one, and um, it, it's the episode when they're in the cast, when they're in the uh, funeral home. I'm not sure if you saw that or not, but. Yes. Dude, it was incredible. Like, like the thing about that is, if you mess that up at the very end, at the very last second, you have to redo the entire thing. Yeah, that's like someone, some shot editors out there just happens to walk in asking if anyone wants coffee and <laughs> or or guy, hey guys, I just thought thought of the fun. <laughs> what is that? I don't um, remember what movie. Oh. I think. Are you talking right, about the part where the dad walks through and he ends up walking into the old house? That part. There's also a great oh. shot when Nellie is getting married and she's like dancing around the house. And there's like different shots of her wedding and it's going back and forth. It's just, just a sick episode. Nellie, man. She really, I think you felt the same way. Like she really got, got to me. Yeah. Favorite, probably my favorite character. Actually, this would be good. I think I feel like you'll finish it this week. Yeah, probably tomorrow. I think we have three apps left. Uh, it's a Friday, so it might be a three app kind of night. Oh yeah, Friday. Fridays are like me for three app kind of. It, it's kind of sad, you know. When you're married, you look forward to finishing your laundry. And... My wife is telling me now that it's two. Oh, she got two. Huh? Tell tell Vic, tell Vic hello. Michael Vic is saying that we have two apps left. All right. But that was a hell of a cliffhanger. I wanted to watch the next one last night, but couldn't do it. It was already like ten thirty. Ah, yeah, you probably have three ups left. She, that's just her uh, hormones speaking. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, so next next segment, we're going into last movie. You watched. oh, we're going, we're moving right on, huh? Yeah, we're we're gonna keep, we're gonna keep this thing moving nice and tight. Um, last movie you watched? <sighs> Fuck, you got anything? I. I can't even tell you the last movie I watched. Fuck, you know what? I don't have anything either. I wrote it down, and, like, I have it here written down, and I don't remember. I was so excited to talk to you about the uh, Haunting of Hill House that I didn't even think about this. Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about that show nonstop all week. I actually gave up on it at one point, too. I said, after the second episode, I think I said, this is too scary. It's not up my alley. And then, thankfully, we kept going, and it's, like, quickly become just one of my favorite shows. Dude, it's fucking off. Like, have you seen the uh, the ghosts? Like, there's ghosts in every shot. Oh yeah. Oh, there's... dude, it's it's 
once they, they tell you about that, you're looking like like a maniac at every scene. Oh yeah. Well, I think that's why the episode about the bent neck lady was so impressive because it scared the shit it scared the shit out of you while at the same time made you so emotional. So it kept you bringing you back and forth. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. No, it's it's it really is. I actually might I kind of want to rewatch it now. Like and I you I'm not a big TV show rewatch guy. Like it takes a lot for me to rewatch the show and I I actually might give this one a chance. Yeah. There's a show, that's a show. So we uh, we'll put we'll put a pin in the uh, last movie you watched. We'll yeah, we'll, we'll take it. Totally fuck that up. Next one, Seinfeld situation. I actually got something here. So this this segment will, you know, talk about something that happened in everyday life that we kind of had have like a, a Larry David spin on it, if you will. Love it. Love a good Seinfeld stitch. So what I I got my car washed today, and um, they had these uh. At the end of, you know, where your car comes out, they have this big tip stand, right? Yep. And so you're waiting next to the tip stand. You're waiting for the, uh, you know, the guys to finish your car. And here's the thing. is This is actually hilarious. People, like, won't put the cash in the tip stand until somebody watches them. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to. No. It would be very... It would be like if I went in there, put the tip in there, and nobody watched, and then they think I'm just not giving them a tip. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so you, I got you. Go on. So you want to – so today, I, I, I did not have cash on me. and I'm, I'm, I think you know I'm a tipper. I'm a big tipper. I always tip, but I did not have cash on me. So what I did is I just kind of walked over, just put my hand over it, and just like <laughs> – and just point, and pointed at them, gave them a thumbs up. Like, right, let's go. <laughs> What did they do? What's that? What did they do? I mean, they, were they no, okay think, with that? I think they, I mean, what can they do at this point? They have to assume that I put it in there. Yeah. But I just, thought, I just thought it was hilarious. I'm looking at all these, like, wealthy people that are, like, they whip out their cash. And then they wait to make eye contact with anybody. Even if their car's not ready for, like, another 20 minutes. They yeah. want to make sure someone sees them put that tip in the big uh, bucket. Yeah, I mean, if you don't put it in. Then I mean, if they don't see you put it in, then you didn't really do it. You did not really do it, and it's. Uh... I think that is actually exact. There's an exact Seinfeld episode about that, actually. So anyway, that's when uh, when George goes to the pizza place, and he actually ends up taking his tip back out of the jar because the guy doesn't see him put it in. So he's like, "What's the point? I'm just going to take it back." <laughs> tips are tips are very. Uh... Very controversial. I actually got into it with my uh, my bosses the other day about tip, about. I think tipping. we might have to devote a segment to tipping. Like, what is what do you? There's a lot on, of nuances to tipping. Where do you stand on tipping for uh, takeout? That's an excellent question. Yeah, uh, well, give me a situation. What am I picking up? Am I okay. just going to pick up a chicken parm grinder, or am I picking up an order for the whole family? So you have exactly two large pizza pies and and a chicken parm. All right, so that's a that's a pretty decent sized order. I mean, it's not massive, but it's up there. Yeah. So I would say that's probably two pizzas and a grinder. You're probably looking at forty bucks, give or take. Entree, bro, not a grinder. Entree. All right, so forty, somewhere in the range of forty, maybe north of forty dollars. I would probably on something like that, I would leave two or three bucks. I'm not giving twenty percent. 
Like twenty percent is my standard at a restaurant. I don't care if it was shitty service or the best service ever. You're getting twenty percent. So you've never purposely lowered a tip on shitty service. I have not. I don't have the. I don't have the gall. I definitely have given a higher tip with better service. I've done that. Okay. Can I? Oh, let me tell you an awesome quick tip story. I was at. I've probably have told you this before, but for those nine listeners out there. We, it was a night where it was me, Brute, and Cameron Barry. We were playing poker, like, all night long. Like, literally until the sun came up. And we went and got something to eat at Chase, Texas Hot Wieners. Oh, great place. Yeah, we go there. We get breakfast. Waitresses, I don't even remember if she was good or not. But we left, like, the standard tip. How were her, wait- then- how were her waiter- waitresses skills, though? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Keep going, sir. All right, so all you need to know is after the standard tip was done, Cameron Barry proceeded to take out two crisp $20 bills. And I'll never forget this. He goes, you know what? Let's just make her day. And he left another 40 bucks on top of that, which was a lot. That's fucking great. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you figure the breakfast bill for three dudes at that time was probably like 20 bucks. So, like, that tip was just, like, That's massive huge. and unnecessary. It was just awesome. Awesome move by Cam Barry. Just if imagine he's one of, like, if he's one of the nine people listening. I hope he is. I, I could see him like being a fan of this podcast. Like just <laughs> But that's um that that really is something pretty special though. Like that woman, like, you know, she's probably having like a shitty morning, like just dealing with these you guys are probably a little tipsy or a little high or something. Yeah, probably. And... Uh definitely not feeling up to par after an all night poker session at Oh, that's great. That's good stuff. But um, I think that's I think that's really gonna be it for the second show. I mean, we're gonna add uh, we'll add the I gotta figure out how to edit the uh, interview with Smugs on here for Vanderpump. But um, yeah, that's gonna be a lot of good content with Smugs. You're gonna want to listen to that, folks. So uh, go ahead and send us some tweets. Uh, we don't really have a page that you can tweet us at, but just send us some tweets anyway. And uh, <laughs> any we recommendations or any, anything you like us to bullshit about, or if you have any Seinfeld situations what we'll do is every week we'll read off the best Seinfeld situation and um, we'll give it an analysis on it I, I like to think like that's what this show is gonna be good for is we can really take a stupid situation not as good as George and Jerry obviously but you know pretty 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 good I think it would be a great ode to them and great content for our podcast if we could somehow do that that would be awesome so the nine listeners out there if you have anything that happened to you I I think I think like five of them are probably like your mom and my mom. <laughs> well, I know Big Pot listened. Um, I don't know about anybody else. I told Smokes to listen to it today because I wanted him to get a vibe or okay. a feeling of our vibe for the uh, interview. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some great questions for Mugs. Probably some decent answers, but mostly great questions. I actually have one thing like that should be talked about. How brutal is it when you? the feeling when you lose in poker and all you want to do is like bitch about your bad beats, but you, but no one wants to fucking listen. (laughs) That is, that is one of the the feelings in life right there. It's kind of similar to when you've had a really bad day on the golf course and there's like so many subtle things that went wrong that only, you know, and nobody wants to hear about it. (laughs) Nobody wants to hear about why you shot 86 but no but very few like the the true ones the real ones can like appreciate like you know what could happen like a three jack on 
all of a sudden you get like a three jack and four back to back three jacks, and you're in a spot, and all of a sudden you're <laughs> doubling. Hey, it it adds up quick. But, but uh, yeah, very so- similar, very similar to poker. So we'll do all- we have in Vegas. They have a bad beat table where you can just go talk to somebody. Is that real? Is that that's true? A, that's a real thing. At least it used to be at the World Series of Poker. It's actually awesome. So, like a therapist, like a poker therapist, sits there and like, yeah, absolutely. I needed that last week. I mean, I think you tip them too. Wow, that's what are you tipping with? You lost all your money. I think whatever cash you have on you, you just got to give them a couple bucks. I mean, they're listening to them. Honestly, they're probably just pretending to be interested in it. Yeah, that's most of uh, that's most of what everyone does for a living, anyway. (laughs) Am I? All right, man. Good, good up. Actually, let's see how many minutes this up was. Oh, 20 minutes. I wanted to keep it under 20. This is nice and tight. Um, All right, 20 minutes. No big deal. <laughs> I love how we're gonna see him tonight. Um, that's that's really it. You got anything else to add, Holly? Uh, I think that's that's about it. All right, episode two of the uh, Few Shot Men. We'll tune in next week. Um, and uh, I don't know if they know what the show's gonna be about next week. Well, we'll have something for you. We'll come up with some segments. Enjoy. A couple segments. Maybe we have the wives on. Hmm. No. We could get some content out of them, I think. Talk about pillow fights and uh, nail polish. Actually, we really could delve into, like, a classic, like, mar- marriage arguments. Like, I could have George on, and you can interview her, and I'll do Vicky. Going to interview her, too? Yeah. <laughs> All right, on that note, love you guys. We'll see you, see you next week. All right. See you in a few, Mesh. All right.